0: Yo, it's your boy, TV's, man. What's up? This is Karen Civil. Putsy Harris,
1: media expert. <laughs> literally
0: speaking. In Philly. Literally speaking. <laughs> podcast in the right? You know, they the lit kings. Shout out to my niggas literally speaking out of Philly. These niggas, some young, some young balls on the come
2: up. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with that, man. And time flies. Literally speaking podcast. Hey, with my man! Right now, Charlamagne tha God. Yo, the- yo, what's going yo, on? Yo, in the middle of book trapping. <laughs> you know, you know
0: how it go. Yeah. 267, I'm standing right here with Literally Speaking, man. The Lit Kings, these young cats, everywhere I go, they there, man. They doing their thing. I'm Wildo 267, once again, Lit Kings, and it's just like that. Listen, man, it's the one i Mr. Thanksgiving, DJ Drama, and you're rocking with Literally Speaking Podcast. how at me. What up, what up? This your boy, Yoni West, Rock Nation, whatever the chat to
1: Literally Speaking Podcast. Hi, yo, this your boy, N-R-E, and right now, we're literally, literally speaking, literally speaking, you motherfuckers. And we with the Lit Kings, God damn it, we doing what the fuck
2: we got to do. Rock at that. Yeah. We hey, got it, Another episode of Lily Speaking Podcast. Um, I'm not naming this uh, episode yet because I don't know when y'all going to hear it or when it's going to be out yet, so we're right, not really sure yet. But um, as you can see, we here. Um, I go by the name of Tom Floss.
0: You got Boosie215152, whatever one you want to call me, East Baltimore. What up? going fly, Mr. Two Wires. Mr. Whatcha McCauley, Macaulay Coking you already
2: know. Yeah. More on find you well I already said your name and shit but on our show you see how we do we got our own introduction in case somebody else you know fuck this shit up or whatever so we let niggas introduce themselves on here but um right because I fucked up a lot of yeah because yeah I'm about to say
0: Boosie Boosie took our our introduction <laughs> privileges away he introduced <laughs> our man Guy as the new Bill Cosby and the kind that took our Privileges away, so we allow people to do, they, uh, do their uh their own stuff. like little rollouts <laughs> <Right. laughs> and anything like that. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, we I like
2: can't we can't lose our deal. messing with it, calling the people Bill Cosby and stuff, man. We, we we gotta we gotta secure the bag. Over nah, I there. get it.
1: I get it. Trust me, I understand.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um no man, <laughs> it's been a long for a minute, man. So I just
1: want to say, man, we uh we
2: appreciate you uh down, taking the time out to uh. Right, man. I know you probably know we probably been trying to get you on here for for a minute now. I know,
1: yo. You, and honestly, man, I don't, you know I don't want it to come across like I was ducking you and avoiding, man. I just first and foremost, I really don't even do this shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I respect I respect anytime young young cats is trying to do their thing and build their shit, man. So if any way I could reach back and you know just kick it and and drop some jewels for y'all, and help y'all on the way, I'm always down for that.
0: Right, right. Yeah, like, and that's another thing, Ma. Right.
1: Like, um, I
0: totally appreciate every time I DM'd you, bro. Like, you definitely responded back, even if it was something you know, like lighthearted or whatever. You definitely responded back, so yeah, I appreciate that every time, bro. Real shit, man. Cause niggas definitely been trying to court this interview for a while, so I definitely appreciate it, bro. We ain't
1: gonna, we ain't gonna call it interview. I'm kicking it with y'all, man.
0: All right, right. I appreciate it. I appreciate All it, right,
2: Sound yeah. good, sound good. But I want to know first and foremost, man. Like he was asking before the before we started the record process, though, man. How how is your mental and everything going right now with the whole with the quarantine, the whole um,
1: process? I'm good, man. Like I, not not a lot changed for me. Like I'm I'm always, you know, I'm I'm kind of like partied out, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't really need the mixy loud shit and the crowd. And I mean, I like to do a lot of low key shit anyway. So you know, as far as me being isolated or not able to, you know, be around a bunch of people and all that. That's always been me anyway. So I'm cool with that. I just hate the fact I can't travel and move around as frequently and as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't go to some of my favorite little restaurants in the city and shit like that. Uh So you know, that's, to to me, that's why I feel it the most. I mean, besides that, I'm all right, man. Family is good. You know what I'm saying? I lost my aunt a couple of weeks ago, not to COVID. She was she was uh, sick, you know, for a while. Sorry to hear that kind of, um, you know, that kind of threw me off a little bit as far as my energy, but, you know, we pushing, man. We're going to be all right. We're going to get through this. We, be, right. we black men. We've been going through a pandemic since we've been born, man. Right, well, that's, right. yeah, and I'm, I'm well, just a touch on your family. Definitely. Uh, I can't hear nothing you. you saying, bro. I don't know what just happened. Mm-hmm. Hello? You? Can y'all hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Can can you, you. hear me? I can't hear y'all. Hold on. I don't know what the fuck. Yo,
2: yo, you know? yo. We hear you, bro. We can hear you. I
1: can't hear, can't hear. nothing, y'all saying.
2: Let me see. What the
1: fuck? Go on, go on. I definitely didn't press nothing. Hold on, let me see something. You, you. Yeah, I don't know why I can't hear y'all. You can not hear nobody? You can't hear nobody? I can't hear, hear nothing, that? y'all saying.
0: I'm like saying
1: at all. Shit. <laughs> un- you are muted by a host. You are unmuted by a host.
2: I can't hear y'all, bro. You, y'all want
1: me to uh, close it right out and back come in. right back in? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: All right, All right so uh, finish off on what I was saying. Um, the whole thing I guess surrounding me with the whole COVID situation and the quarantine process is much of what you were saying, like I'm more so a low-key, not really like to be mixy and stuff like that. But one thing I do miss is at least having an option to go ahead.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's the uh, that's the big thing for all of us, man, is that we don't like being told what to do. For Sure. Like, right, my, right. I, th- I tell people all the time, like, y'all just thirsty to go back outside and be on your phone the whole time, like. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's all they.
0: And that's all want to do. That's all they want to do. Y'all yeah, go outside.
1: Wanna, yeah, niggas want to be in the mix and be standing around and just be on their phone all night. But I get it, man. Like, you know, it's a, it's definitely a change, It's a shift. You know, mm. for, for everybody, like we never experienced. This is some historical shit we living through. You know what I'm saying? So, for sure. But I mean, I was, for this part, man. You just gotta keep your uh. Try to develop some some type of routine through all of this shit. Whether it's yeah. working out, whether it's getting outside and just you know moving around in the neighborhood, moving around the city as much as you can. Or, you know, doing shit over in the crib. You might want to start painting a room that you wanted to been painting or some shit or of. <laughs> hell you know, yeah.
2: <laughs> my routine has consisted of me being on the Xbox for far longer than I would have thought I would ever be on the game, bro. This I can
1: tell you now, this is like if you develop a Twitch account. <laughs> there nah.
0: you go, dog. Like <laughs>
1: come on, man. You gotta you. find it, you gotta find a way to make everything make sense. You know what I'm saying? Dude, if you're gonna yeah, sit you on monetize Xbox that everything. long. If you sit on Xbox that long, you better start streaming and, and, and try to get some money out of that.
2: I got I gotta get my skills up. I can't get on there having 13 year olds talk to me crazy and all that. Like that's not man, that's not where I come from. That's the that's their world now. So I gotta make sure right. I'm right before I go ahead and answer, you know what it is they do. Right.
1: I respect it. Mm.
2: But uh you got but these yeah, master
0: builders on Fortnite. <laughs> Seriously, man, they my mess son is messing master there. builders. My son but, um, on there running, running up. Hey guys, before we really get into the episode, like I just wanna um just rebuttal off of what uh, Mar was saying before we cut off as far as the COVID situation and, and um, giving condolence to his family because I definitely have an aunt that's in the hospital right now dealing with COVID, and it's really, you know, something that's serious right now. We possibly could be losing her. we don't know. So I just wanted to, mm. like, give a little, you know, a little time to give my aunt a shout-out, man, and hope that she make it through.
1: Yeah, prayers to your aunt, prayers to you, running, man. I I definitely. definitely thank
0: you, man. Thank you. Right. Definitely.
2: But, um, yeah, we can go ahead and get it started. So um, you know Maul can, man,
0: it's been a long time coming, man. A long time coming for this episode. And
1: y'all gotta give me more of a backstory on y'all and what y'all do, man. What's y'all show about?
0: <laughs> oh yes, let them let them know, Tom. Let them know, bro.
1: Basically,
2: basically, our show was um we started our podcast officially in 2016. We launched our podcast in July 2016. Um, but it been in the works 2015. What I do want to say is we did have some inspirations just to starting the podcast. With um, of, of course, the show you're a part of, one of the inspirations, uh, him, uh, tax, uh, taxing, tax definitely, and, and drink um, champs, combat jack, um, drink champs, EFN and Nori, they they family. Um, mm-hmm. so we started our podcast in 2016 officially, not knowing anybody, um, just three. Want to get together, three homies, sit down, talk, having debates about sports and whatever else come up on our mind, and just talking and recording it and throwing it up. And um, from there, that point on, I guess it be kind of became like a thing, like towards though we wanted to take it serious and really and really roll with it. Um, and people started tuning in and they was enjoying it and telling us they uh, how much they fuck with us. And so we just, you know, we started applying more pressure, you know, like you know we gonna really start taking it serious. So it definitely been a long time coming. Like now we've. Uh, one back to back podcast of the year in our respective city in Philly. Um, he's sponsored by
1: Rap Snacks. We,
2: uh, we got our first uh sponsorship back in January with uh Rap Snacks. So,
1: y'all got podcasts over the year in Philly over over uh Gillian Wallow,
2: yeah, man. Listen,
1: yeah, you listen, say, they hey, just yo, started man, though. This this like, like, a, like, listen,
0: it's the story behind them too. Right. You know I right. mean? Yes, and it's a a much story. love it's to definitely them. A story. It's definitely a story, we, with the Gillian definitely, situation. definitely, big and up, definitely, shout out. Wallow. Definitely, definitely a lot of shout outs go to like Wallow because respects to Wallow because a lot of, if, they, if we if have mutual respect for each other in the city and name respect what we do, we wouldn't, we wouldn't end up brushing shoulders with a lot of people. We would have ended up brushing shoulders. For sure. Wallo definitely
2: played a, he played a, he played a key role in like some of the success. Um, definitely. Definitely. Uh, when he first came, out, I used to run, me and him used to run into each other all the time backstage. At all the time. picnic, picnic concerts, everything kind of doing the same thing. Like, so when I, I saw him early on when he first got out here and was really in his bag. Um, he seen me doing the same thing, so we kind of developed that mutual respect.
0: Wallow uh, Wallo definitely helped build a relationship, helped us build our relationship with Drink Champs. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, if it wasn't for Wallow, like, right now, we have a nice little personal relationship with EFN. And if it wasn't for Wallow, we wouldn't had that relationship. You know what I mean, so I would definitely like to give shout outs to wallow and Million Dollar Worth of Game. You know I mean? Yeah, mean, and Gilly
2: was one of our first and guests g- on our was, podcast. He was the first, I guess you could say, I guess the first celebrity guest we had on our podcast. Celebrity guest, yeah, early on. So yeah, definitely shout out to them. But um, yeah, man, you know we, we work too. We work too. I mean, we we probably ain't got the we probably ain't got the notoriety they got, but you no. Know, nah, you know, listen, man. Listen, as long listen.
1: as y'all as long as y'all pushing and y'all doing what y'all do. Yeah, we get busy. you being who y'all are—that's all that matters, man. Everything gonna work itself out. And then, right. and then the other flip side of that is room for all of us.
2: For sure, for sure. That's yes. the thing. That's, one,
1: no that's the that's thing. One. Now,
2: next year, next
0: year though, <laughs> next year though, the podcast awards might get scary.
2: <laughs> Listen, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, I'm always ready. I'm always ready. <laughs> yeah. You know but um, but yeah, no. Before, but before, that's a crazy uh kind of segue into them real quick. Uh, because I've seen um, and not to really touch on this this subject, but. I seen the um the incident, I guess, whatever happened with, with uh, Gilly online. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, how does that get for you when situations like that come about? Because you got people that don't regularly probably listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And they'll just hear clips and stuff like that without any context. And mm-hmm. they'll just go off of what they heard in the clip, not knowing that it was a whole conversation surrounding what was said. And then they'll come on and like, you know, they'll say certain stuff that, you know, probably was didn't have to be sad and stuff like that so how does that how, how does that like i know that probably happens a lot with y'all like
1: um i think sometimes man you know you 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 sit down and you listen to something and you know depending on where you at at the moment you you receive things differently
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know i mean you might you might hear things and feel things in a way that it's not intended to to reach you you know what i'm saying because you your energy and your, you just on another you're on another level somewhere dealing with whatever else is going on in your life at the moment. Mm-hmm. So you know, I understand that, man. I, you know, I've been fortunate enough and unfortunate enough to be around situations where I realize a lot of the times all of this shit is just miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know what I'm saying Facts. it's like it's like uh, you know, it's it's all right to 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 be you know misinformed or read things the wrong way as long as you know you, you're willing to seek out and understand what's going on and what's really happening and what people really mean and what they say. So, you know, that situation wasn't, that wasn't nothing serious, I man. I think sometimes we just I think we be so we so programmed to just you know, gravitate towards negative shit. Huh. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, the crowd you know, niggas start fighting, everybody pull their phones out type of thing. You know what I'm right. saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: it's like, yeah. like um uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm I'm old enough and and again, you know, that situation, it really genuinely was nothing but love. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I fuck with Gilly. I fuck with Wallow genuinely. So, you know, when Gilly put that up, I was I was more confused than anything because I was like, wait, what, what happened? Like I didn't even understand what hey, was going Mo, on.
0: Everybody was confused.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I was that's more so my stance. I was just confused because I you know, speaking on behalf of, you know, my co-host, it's like Yo, like, we fuck with them. Like, for mm-hmm. real. So, you know, we I just didn't understand where that was coming from. And furthermore, it was more so like, you know, me and Wallow talk often, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, I know if they wanted to get in touch with me or wanted to get in touch with somebody, they can. And you know, mm-hmm. they got my number, you know what I'm saying? So that was just more so what it was. I thought I thought Gilly, I thought he was being funny. Honestly, at first, <laughs> I thought it was a joke. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It. And then when I got on the phone with him, like it <laughs> the first it 10. It ain't no joke. Yeah, the first 10 minutes of the conversation was a little, it was a little spicy, man. So it was kind of like, I was like, yo, bro, I can't even, you know, I was trying to tell and not to, not to divulge it too much what we spoke about, Uh but But, you know, he understood it was like, yo, Gilly, I can't even match that, that energy of being negative because I genuinely (laughs) fuck with you, bro. Uh So I can't even sit on this phone and fake like, I'm going to get on some, you know, tough like- Uh It's like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> like, what did you hear?
2: Right. So like, Right. Let me, let me right, right. Quick, I, I had, to, I listened to the episode, right, and I yeah. knew the conversation was, like, we spoke out on our podcast last week too. The conversation was about uh, making sure y'all are friends before you get into the business together, because that'll, right, you know, that'll get sticky situation. So I went back. I'm like, wait, I listened to the, 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 the conversation. I don't think it was any disparaging words said about anybody. So I went back, listen again, and I'm just like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where where this came from, but I get it. Like you said, sometimes, you
0: know I you think get- where where it went left at because they played devil's advocate on the situation. is, like Joe being Joe and Rory. Like it just was a lot of jokes and and you know, I mean. Um, I don't know, like,
1: but I can understand where he possibly could have took it, took it the wrong way. Oh no, don't get it twisted. I, you know, in the conversation, I told him, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. Like I, mm-hmm. I get why you would have taken that some type of way, but the, the important part is, you know, we were able to talk and right and chop it up. And you know, as men, especially as black men, I think it's important, you know, what I mean, like, for us to always put out that we not beefing. Like, exactly. niggas be quick to put out, we beefing? Like, let's be just as quick or not quicker to say, nigga, we not beefing. Like,
2: exactly, exactly. I'm not
1: beefing with nobody that look like me, nobody that come from where I come from. Like, I spent years doing shit like that. My homie spent years doing shit. And it's like, when you really look at him at the end of the day, it's like, that shit ain't about nothing, man. Like, you that's know what I'm not, saying? There's man. so many people that's getting to, getting to this, you know, success and getting to money and living, living in a way of, you know, they, they take care of their family and all of that. It's like, and they not beefing. So it's like, man, we ain't got no, I'm I'm not, I'm not with the beefing, man. Like it ain't, right. you know, there's nothing soft about me. Like that don't bother me. A nigga could call me soft. It's like, all right, fam. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but it's like, I'm just grown, man. Like, and I, and I understand what's going on out here. And I understand the importance of, you know, sticking together through shit, especially what we trying to do with the, on the podcast platform. Trying exactly. To and was, and just like I'm not going to lie On
2: a personal level On a personal level not And not to stay on this topic Because we're going to switch gears But on a personal level That's kind of where I kind of felt like I kind of took Kind of offense to it Because I felt like Knowing what, like, what y'all represent To the podcast community And how
0: much y'all big them up on
2: Y'all like, platform uh, um, It was like Like I said I, I, sp- I speak to Wallow All the time too Me and Wallow talk often About just other stuff too Podcast mm-hmm. stuff Everything Because uh, Before they got to the podcast you know, I was trying to telling him That's what he needed to do uh to kind of you know get out there and so i kind of took a fan i'm like well damn like i feel as though like i like you said we need to stick together more like especially here like in, in this lane it's like yo we it's something big like y'all doing something great over there like right and they're doing something great over here like it can all work that's the situation Let's just diffuse the situation and make sure that this doesn't get any bigger no people was hitting me telling me like yo we'll listen to this and that i'm like man i'm not paying that no energy no attention. Yeah. Like, no, I wasn't. It was,
1: like I said, it was just a small, minor hit-up, right. man, And You know, th- them niggas know I fuck with them, man. Like, right, right, you know, right. So it's never, you know, I, like I said, I think it's more important that we highlight, that we not beefing. You know what but, I'm saying? Like, I'm not beefing with, you know what I'm saying, like nobody, unless it's, you know, situ- some situations in life you just can't avoid, but mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, something like that, just that over the communication I mean. and all that, like, I'm not. I pick up the phone quick, man. Like, I, you know, before that energy even turns into something else, let me get on the phone. Let me. I want y'all to hear me, and you know, we could talk directly, and ain't gotta be no confusion. And and right. yo, listen, I fuck with y'all, man. And I, you know, again, I apologize for anything that we have, we may have said that, you know, they 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 felt like you know would be offensive. I have no problem doing that. I apologize, but I let them know where we was coming from. More importantly, and we left off that we left off that conversation on a very positive, very high note. You know, they support us. We, support we can tell. Them. Yeah, we support them. They support us. And, you know, that's all it's about, man. I ain't, I'm not with this. That beefing shit is corny, man. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit ain't about nothing, man. I ain't, I'm i not beefing with niggas, man. That shit is old. As
0: as somebody whose uh, partner is, uh, is a well-known former rapper, and as Gilly transcended um, into the media platform as also still having ties to the music, do you feel like... Um, that um, probably now Joe is more seasoned, but like, do you feel like that's also sometimes playing a role when they kind of have to adjust their personality traits to
1: being media personnel instead of the musical entertainer? Oh yeah, no, I definitely um because even in that, I understood that you know Gilly Gilly been through some some things on the music side of the business that mm-hmm. rubbed him the wrong way, and it you know you go through things sometimes, and it it force you to be on defense a lot. You right, I mean? so I understood. I understood where he was coming from, you know, and I let him know like, that's 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 partly more of a reason why I really felt some type of weight about him feeling like I would be a part of hating on him because it's like, fam, I've been you know I've been fucking with your music for years. I've been fucking with your personality for years. I think you're you know a, a funny nigga. You know what I'm saying? The way you deliver your message is is in a, a unique way. Like you know what I'm saying? You and Wilo really found your niche as far as attacking and addressing real issues in real time, but giving us, you know, giving us a way to laugh through that shit, but still receive the message. So, you know, I just wanted him to understand, like, you know, I know your story. Well, not only your story, I know a lot of other stories like yours where, you know, as black men, we go through shit sometimes in life, man, and we don't even realize that it was like a traumatic experience for us. So we, we harbor a lot of that shit moving forward. And then when we get a little glimpse of what we think is somebody attacking us or somebody trying to, defame our character we so quick to jump to the defensive side and just go off and it's like you know i understood that and again i have i have no problem putting my ego to the side when i'm talking to another man you know what i'm saying so i think it was a you know in in a weird way it was it was actually a probably a necessary conversation that Uh we had you know what i'm saying like in a weird way like it came about in a negative you know negative energy but i think in the but in the, it was needed to be said yeah but it was it was some words that and it was some conversations that you know because that was honestly that might have may have been the only the second time i may have spoken to Gilly in my life was on that phone call like and i spoke to him when we did the roots picnic you know what i'm saying i busted up with him in wallow for a minute but uh and then i came to the live show in philly and then um, yeah
0: when y'all did the live when y'all did the most recent live show um I, that's I, we seen the um the, the we don't wanna really, you know, get back into it. But that's when we seen a third co-host or whoever he was at the time approach mm-hmm. you to come onto their podcast and shit like yeah, that. So yeah, I, I, yeah. And you and it was all love then, I mean? Yeah, like,
1: all it's yeah. always love, man. I like I said, yeah. man, if you know, I ain't got no problem like right. niggas, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no I'm I'm a regular nigga from uptown, man. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't got a problem with that, but again, they, they know where I'm. They know where I'm at with it. They know it's all love. Mm-hmm. They know it's nothing but support, man. Right. And like I said, man, it's more important that we we promote that we not beefing.
2: Right, right. You know? Positive vibes, man. Positive vibes. Let me ask you a question, though, man. Let me ask you a question. Um, how has this transition been for you? Because, like you said, you kind of explained like your personality and uh, how you are with stuff. Transitioning over to now, kind of being like a prominent voice, like people look at you as like a prominent voice in like podcasting community or broadcasting. How mm-hmm. has this transition been for you now, like kind of representing a certain certain kind of people?
0: Right. Hold on, more. Before you answer that, right with with that, like coming on from episode, like your very first episode, like how, like again, what how has it been? You know what I'm saying? From episode, but I think seventy seven was your first episode, bro. Like this shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. like from now you mean from you growing from then you just being a guest to being like Tom said one of the
1: co hosts of one of the biggest podcasts out right uh, I mean for me it's really no the, the biggest adjustment for me was you know sometimes I get I get closed off because you know I I recognize that my my way of thinking is different and sometimes I say shit and people could take you know, because now you're not only responsible for what you say, you're also responsible for how people react or how they feel about what you say. So you got to be extra careful about what you put out there. So for me, the biggest adjustment was trying to filter a lot of the shit that I say, um, but still remaining myself and still, you know, remaining who I am because, you know, the thing about it is this is not no scripted shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm being who I, I've always been. So it's, it's easy for me to beat me. It's the only person I've ever been. You know what I'm saying? So the biggest adjustment is is, is filtering what I say because I understand that it's a, it's a large platform we built, and it could some, certain things may rub people the wrong way, and um you know I you never want to offend anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's right. never my my goal is to offend. I'm just always talking from my perspective and and my and my point of view on on whatever you know we're talking about. But you know it. The biggest adjustment is that man is just that realizing like you know your words reach so many people and somebody might feel some type of way, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and you know that's a hard that's a hard position to operate from sometimes when you used to saying whatever the fuck you want to say you know what I'm saying so like for me that was the biggest adjustment and aside from that there's really no adjusting man like I said this was this started out as therapy for us like we were just coming together just kicking it and just press and record, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that people gravitated towards it and they love it and they look forward to it now was just like, you know, it's just really at times I just sit back and really think about a lot of shit and I'm just like, I can't believe that this turned out and it's turning into what it is like, because this honestly was just a release for us. right? You know, it was our platform to get our shit off and talk about the things we want to talk about, address the things we want to talk about from our perspective. And always from an honest perspective. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of times people I say certain things, people are like, nah, you gotta be lying. And I'm like I understand that my kind is rare. Like, let me be clear about that. <laughs> hey,
0: yo, that. Hey, Ma, man, real niggas is rare, man.
1: You no, know, and real I get it. So, really you know, I, nowadays, bro. I, I think people be thinking that, you know, I just be out just saying shit in front. And it's like, bro, that's oh. anybody that knows me and has, you know, have, has been in my corner for years. And they'll tell you, like, bro, he's being honest. This is him, man. Like, and it's so, <laughs> right. you know, and I understand the world is different now, and, you know, cats younger than me their experiences are a little different because you know i i I tell these young cats now i'm like you know y'all got to literally have the the world in your palm man like literally like y'all could kick it with people in france australia like you know when i was 19 20 like i had to you had to hope somebody had dial up at the crib or something That's like. Right. You know what I'm saying right. like yeah, go to the crib. Oh, and your mom's gonna be on, on the
2: phone of a line. while you on there?
1: Yeah, like so <laughs> it, it it was a different thing. So you know I just operate from different fundamentals. That's all, man. Like you know I I, it, I, I understand. Like I never throw shots at the young generation because I understand it's like I know with what what the pressures that y'all have. Like y'all y'all open y'all phone and it's like. Y'all could just talk, be whoever y'all want on right. the phone. You know what I'm saying? It's like me, Thanks. you know, I'm, I come from, I remember what it was to go outside and not have a cell phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, and try to operate through a day. Man, bro, bro. Like, when's the last time your phone died and you felt naked outside?
2: Bro, I'd be tripping. So my phone, I'd be like, oh, no, I need to charge it right. Put my shit on there. I don't know
1: what, what, what I would saying? do. With my so phone it's right like, y'all don't, don't even.
0: Linked up right now to the charger.
1: Yeah, like, see, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I remember when. I had to make a call before I left the crib. Like, yo, I'm going to be on the, the, the next <laughs> train. Uh-huh. Meet me on the last card. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to pop out. Like, yo. And if I'm not on that train, I'm on the next one. Wait for the next one. And that's right. how you had to link with your homies. Like, Thanks. Thanks. you know, so it's like you really had to use your mouthpiece. You really had to have some some charisma. You really had, especially when talking to women, like, you couldn't, you couldn't hide behind an Instagram Thanks. account in front. It's mm-hmm. like she's going to see you right here face to face. and Right. <laughs> you, got, you got one shot. You got one shot. To one get shot. Bag. One shot the bag. You know what, you what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like it's just different. Like my my mentality is just wired that way to where I can only be myself, man. Like right. I can't make up this persona for myself and try to live up to that persona. Like this is me, man. This is me. See, like I'm glad,
2: I'm glad you explained that because I want to say a lot of the times, bro, I'll be agreeing with you on shit. Like i will be be looking when you be explaining your point of view on like the trick and shit and yeah. if my girl cheat on me I'm not taking her back and they be looking at you like you crazy I be like bro I understand 100% like yeah like I, be, you know, I agree with 100% Hey
0: sometimes come on though come on though like sometimes far as the cheat with your girl cheating like nah. that
1: you you can take her back man
2: nah sorry
1: nah man see I, <laughs> man,
3: I you know
1: listen i'm not i'm not mad at nobody that does take their woman back and, and work through it i'm not i'm not i'm not frowning upon that either but me like the way i'm wired man i could never i could never like get move past that you know bro, what so i'm saying like, i like bro yeah that'll that'll forever be like i'll be looking at you in the crib and i'll just be like like you really suck this nigga dick though Fact.
2: <laughs> Fact. bro in the back of my, mind, nah,
1: man, back of
2: my mind no i'm you, you, man. Gonna play that game oh nah, uh, but y'all expect us to take you nah. i don't expect you to do anything but nah, if that's man, what you nah. want to do nah, yeah i got to have faith
3: yeah
2: i gotta nah, ma- have faith
0: ma-, yeah. ma, with you being a person that you went that you are and you know was did you feel weird though? Filling Marissa's shoes was big. Like, like I mean, when you came on, did you feel like you were stepping on her shoes or whatever the situation may be?
1: Oh nah, I mean, from the gate, I always let it be known that I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm. I'm never. I never come somewhere to replace somebody or fill mm-hmm. somebody's shoes. I I bring my own shoes in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was just my uh. Hicks. That was just my um my stance from day one. Like Marissa's family, I love Marissa. You know what I'm saying? There's only one Marissa. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not the only one. And, and you know what I'm saying? I can't fit no female shoes anyway. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just I just came in as me, man, and it, it, it was just like you know. Hopefully, you know, coming in, I just wanted I just wanted to make sure that you know, because I know me and Joe got chemistry. That's for years. Like we lived together. That was you know that's my nigga. And for more the the, the the difficult part was I didn't know if me and Rory were going to mix well.
3: Right. Because, okay. you know, sometimes
1: it's like even I'm you know, 10 years older than Rory, but, you know, sometimes you you sit down with, you know, dudes younger than you, and it's like, you know, I again, I, I, I try to understand the young – I don't just – you know, a lot of older dudes dismiss the next generation and be like, yo, these young niggas don't know nothing. It's like, yo, but it's kind of our job to kind of teach them some shit and – but it's the young dude's job to be open to learning some shit at the same time and yeah, i think we be
0: trying to teach these little niggas man
1: yeah, i no. think that's what i think that's what you know rory is he's very receptive to that and he know that you know i wasn't in there trying to say oh, i'm older than you listen to me like no no no, i'm gonna learn from you you're gonna learn from me it's gonna be that type of a, a thing because like i said rory you know he puts me on a lot of you know the young music and the, the the younger party scene and all he let me know what's the you know the hot little parties and all that and then you know, it's it's like you know, and I give him game. Oh yeah, this is the shit, Same shit we used to do. Like this was, you know, right, right, right. right. So it, was, it, it works, man. It, and it always, you always got to keep your your thing on the pulse of so the generation that's 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 really out here. You know, because right now what we doing is, and I think that's what makes our show so unique is that we kind of have, you know, everybody is is speaking from a different perspective. Like Joe is always going to speak from an artist, creator's perspective, being an artist in the game, getting a record deal and going through that whole thing. You know, he's going to speak from that point. You know, I I grew up around the industry with my brother, so I know that side. I also grew up around the side where, you know, I know how many dudes was talented but fell victim to the streets and they made the wrong decisions. They went left when they should have went right. Mm And again, Rory is speaking from, you know, the young generation that come from the interning and working at the labels to – you know, building a party scene with him and his crew and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then Parks is the engineer who probably hears all the stories in the world from every artist. Right? <laughs> you know what Yo, I'm Parks saying? Parks
0: was a nice add-in, man. It that is, was crazy got, how Parks.
1: Right. Came you got in a nice too. mix of it feels like you really in a session because you got the artist, you got the, the dude at the label, you got the artist homeboy, and then you got the engineer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, you you got a nice, a nice gumbo of, of personalities and experiences that that
2: make
1: for a good dish, wow. I believe. You know, what I, mean? I believe people love it. Right. So now, just, was, was, like, real quick, real quick, to, uh,
0: like, um, now I just heard you like just gave a brief like little synopsis. Like, I mean, you touched on like your brother and little things like that mm-hmm. pre the podcast. Um, uh, I guess give it like a little quick filler in. You know what I mean, like, who was more pre podcast and things that you used to dabble and dabble in and different things.
1: Um. Well, I, you know, I I, I had my my uh, my years of trying to find my, my niche and find my uh-huh. way. So with that, you know, you experience you experiment with some things that maybe you shouldn't be experimenting with. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me all of that is uh it's 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 still part of the fabric that makes you who you are ultimately yeah. at the end of the day. Right. It's experiences, is 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 lessons, is is growth, is development. So um yeah, I experimented. I had a couple jobs growing up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, I had a couple jobs I shouldn't have had growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then um, I was fortunate enough to link with a few of my homeboys that play professional sports and help them out with some marketing shit. Because I always had a, a, a knack for like wanting to market and, and, and sell product. You know what I'm saying? And, and wanting to and showing cash that like we are product. We we create. You always been a hustler, ma. I mean, but you got to, you got to be, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I feel like you, I feel like everybody's a hustler. Even, you know, Jeff Bezos is a hustler. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when he buys these companies forever, how many hundreds of millions, that's, that's him hustling saying, listen, I want to take that too. I want to own that part of the market. I want to corner that part. So it's, you never supposed to lose the sense of hustling and trying to be ahead and, and create the next thing. So that's what it was for me. It was always, um hustling, always, you know, trying to, get myself in different doors and sit at different tables, because even if I didn't get the opportunity to make something major happen, I learned something from it. And that's always my thing, like, I'm my biggest, you're, you're always gonna be your biggest investment. So mm-hmm. you should always invest time and energy into things that even if you don't see the benefit benefits of it right away, just keep learning and keep, you know, keep building on that. So now you can say, oh yeah, like, I know how to do that. And I know how to do that. Like this podcast shit fell on my lap, but, I feel like this is all part of the story to get to this point. Like I don't right. feel like this happens if, you know, I make another decision somewhere in my life earlier. Right. Like I don't even think I end up here. Right. So, you know, everything right. happens for a reason. So, you you know, that's how you got to look at it. Even if you can't see the reason and understand it, just know that it's everything is by design. None of this shit is by accident.
2: Right. Now, you just said you just said uh, this kind of you always had a niche for like um, marketing and meetings and stuff. What do you, what advice do you give to the people that kind of, that know what they want to do, but just don't know where to start? Just start.
1: Just do it. Just do it. Don't even overthink it. Don't even, don't even overthink it, bro. Just start. Mm -hmm.
2: It's cliche. It's cliche as it sounds. I kind of, cause now like it gets weird. Like I was about to ask you too. Does it get weird when people come up to you and tell you like, oh, you're inspiring to me and stuff like that.
1: I still have a hard time. Yeah. Uh, because I just don't
2: when people, because I'd be looking at it like, man, I'm, I'm like nobody, bro, like, but you know, I'm it's kinda, it's somebody, still, up. yeah, but still, like, still trying, try to click it. I at told the same man time. all
0: that shit in this DM like fucking three or four times, like, dog, man, you motivate me, dog, you motivate. I told that nigga that shit I ain't. And my man just said that God. shit was weird.
1: <laughs> 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 it's Damn, weird. It's only weird for me because, again, man, I, I'm only being who I've always been. Right. <laughs> so to start so that, being weird, and nah, like weird. If,
0: you, Damn, if you wake nah. up,
1: if you wake up and do the dishes, and your girl just be like, "Oh my God, thank you." You do dishes every day. You're like, "Yo, why you keep thanking? I'm. This is what I do. Like, right. I clean up every day. Like, why you keep thanking me for this? Like, so when people say you're an inspiration, it's like me. Like, I, I'm. A, this is what I've been my entire life. Like, right. I don't understand what you mean by that. But it's you know, again, it's a it's a it's a positive, it's a positive feeling. It's, 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 it takes some time to get used to because, again, you know, as black men, we ain't used to nobody calling us inspiration, man. We uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like we ain't we just not used to that type of admiration and, and especially coming from other men, we're not used to that. Right, so, right. you know, I had to learn how to accept that and uh, embrace that, man. Right. I mean, it's, a, um, it's something that, you know, again, I shot away from for a while, but I look at it now like, you know what? Yeah, man. Like, cool. I like the fact that I... You know, younger cats feel like I'm inspiring, and you know they look right. at me and they say, "I want to do that," or "I want to," you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'll take that. You know, I'm doing right. All right. If, if that's what I'm doing now, I'm doing
2: alright Facts. See, I asked you that because, like I said, it may as cliche as it sounds for someone to like, oh no, just keep, just work, just start working. Like as cliche as it sounds, some people will be expecting you to go ahead, go in depth, and really give them some. But uh, it took me a minute to realize, like, like you said, when we started out early on, we was running around crazy. Um, our our story is. We um we would we would artists would come to like our city or whatever like a sneaker store and do like hey a pop up shop man. and and we would pop up there like we got so cool with like the the
0: we were training this shit like we was rappers bro the like media
2: directors really that, like, at the at this that ran the marketing field we got so cool with them that they would contact us whenever an artists and somebody was coming by so that we'll be there and just in hopes of like getting any type of contact we can get. Um, right. Like a number, or just having... I a, used to throw the camera
0: around my neck so we could look like Nami was more yeah, important. Bro,
2: we got a lot of stories. But, um, yeah. so and, a and everybody we ran into will, all, will always offer us some bit of advice, and I will always feel like, Well, this ain't really nothing like this. Is I could I could tell myself this, but right. it, I really had to sit and, and, and really like process it and apply it because now I feel as though I find myself saying the same thing pushing the same message out to people that ask me certain stuff so i was right. like well damn this is wild like one of the people early on that kind of was helping us too was uh, Wayno or, uh, over at uh, Everyday Struggles Wayno too. Right. Uh, early yeah, on. it's definitely love with Wayno as well man yeah it's always love with Waino. my nigga uh, yeah he, um, he kept in contact with us over the years and he would kind of tell me the same stuff and I was like man like I don't see how just put a, help us do something like get us something out there but at the same time I was like yo bro you just gotta work my whole thing is I want to work and just let it let it manifest, for, like, for itself. Like, I don't want to have to reach out and have nobody help me and stuff like that. Right. Just put the work in. It'll just, you know, it'll happen for you. So that's absolutely. why I asked that. Like, because it's cliche, but sometimes it's, it's the right message.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, and again, man, you know, cats out there just trying to... Sometimes we overthink shit. And, you know, if you're trying to wait for everything to line up perfectly before you move on an idea or do something, you're going to be waiting forever, man. Like, nothing right. is going... Be, it's never going to be the perfect time. And right. that's something that I had to, you know, I tell myself that even to this day, like, you know, it's a lot of ideas, a lot of things I've been wanting to do. And I'm always watching and observing and seeing what people are doing. And I'm like, you know, I got ideas for things that I want to move forward and do. And a lot of my, times my thing was, no, nah, it ain't the right time. This ain't the right time. Like it ain't not right now. I'm not, And then you look up and you're like, shit, a whole nother year done passed. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, again, just start. I don't care if you got, your iPhone and you just sitting in your at, at your dinner table or whatever, you just want to record something, just start, man, because mm-hmm. before you know it, you'll look up two, three, four, six months down the road, and now you got some real equipment. Now you got, you know, a nice little following. Now you got people that's you know following your stuff and looking forward to it. And then a year's time you look up and now you in full, full motion. And it's like all I had to do was start. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all you got to do is start. Just get the ball moving, man. And and then keep picking up momentum as you go. Keep learning. Keep growing. Keep developing. You know, uh, one thing that I, I, you know, I hate doing is I hate looking at the shows. Like, I never look back on any of the shows that we record. And I never listen to anything that we put out. Like, once I record it, I never hear it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, people send me clips that they like, that they think is funny. And I'll repost them and all of that. But, you know, just recently I started, you know, listening more and looking at the videos more, just trying to see what I could work on. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then trying to hear things that I could change and fix. And, you know, just as far as just for personal development, you know what I'm saying? It's always good to look at game tape, you know what I'm saying? And say, okay, right, yeah. instead of going this way, I gotta go this way next time. You know what I'm saying? Right there Like I, I over-dribble too much, I gotta just take the shot, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's the same thing, man. It's the same thing with podcasting and entertaining. You just gotta look at your performance. And uh and just keep building and working on yourself, man. And not only just for just for the show, but just in life in general. You should always look look at yourself mm-hmm. and figure out, yo, know, what can I change? What can I do to grow and yep. and, and build my brand? Right. Well, Maul,
0: um, to heart back on one what, what Tom was saying with our beginning stages, man, like it's been a while, dog. And we've been trying to how can I say, man, get one of y'all on so we can tell mm-hmm. our infamous <laughs> <laughs> our infamous, <laughs> our infamous <laughs> story. <laughs> What's the
2: story? Oh, uh, uh,
0: so what year was it, Tom? What year was this, it? Had man? to be
2: like, this was this year like, one, year like, two? No, I was probably like 2017, 2018 Like twenty
0: seventeen. No, it was twenty seventeen. I think it had to be seventeen. And um, 17. And uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all pool party was happening. Pool party. <laughs> And Joe Button said, what, what,
2: how did it go, Tom? I forgot, man. On Twitter, on Twitter, I see a lot of stuff, man. I'm blocked by a lot of people in there. It is what it is. I see whatever I want. Uh, I, I, Joe, Joe mentioned something about the pool party. I I, I responded to it, I think, and said, um, yo, I'm pulling up. Like, we pulling up to the pool yeah, party.
0: Yeah, we pulling up to the pool party, the
2: pool party right? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. um, I forgot. He said he some some type of response that was like, oh, cool. I took this as like, all right, cool, pull up. So I'm like, all right, bet. Man, listen. How the so, book- Ma,
0: ho- hold on, hold on, hold on. But, Ma, before, you don't understand because didn't nobody know where Joe Button lived at. Right. Didn't nobody know where, where Joe Button lived at. Right. So, me and Tom was searching through every picture <laughs> Joe <laughs> Button was taking when he moved because he moved to his new spot at the time. Mm-hmm. So, it was like every area he was taking pictures in,
2: it wasn't that. It, was. it wasn't. It wasn't as hard as you making it seem. It was like, damn, yeah. this nigga got a big ass mansion with a pool. Boom, found it. Found it. Let's pull up. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. This is before the time because me, I, uh, another person that on the pod that I fought, uh, Sayvon, me and Savon talk often too, uh, all the time and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I don't even think Savon was with y'all back then, either. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had did that. We got the address, and we came. We went all the way. I think where was it was
0: Montclair or some shit. Jay? Yeah, it was Montclair. Two hours away, bro. We, we went so out we there. Do, we do a podcast on the road, going out there, <laughs> in the car. We like, yeah, we going to Joe Boy party, a pool party, do an episode, everything. Pull oh, yeah, up we- to the crib. We get out. We got our shorts on everything we got the
2: glasses we got him the he got his shorts on <laughs> he
0: was ready. hey ma we ready bro we ready we get to the fucking gate security right there security looking at us like who the fuck is these three fucking invited y'all niggas. <laughs> so i'm looking at tom i'm like yo bro tell this nigga joe invited us Right. So Tom, like, so t- all of a sudden this nigga phone start ringing out of nowhere. I'm an important.
2: Oh, I'm an important person. My phone wasn't like 16 <laughs> different phone calls right on the job. I'm like, oh.
0: So we see Joe Button on the balcony. He on the balcony, like roof, balcony, whatever. He going on a roof, like <laughs> going nuts on roof. So so we are telling security who we we like. Yo, man, we the Lit Kings, man. Larry speaking podcast. Yo, we on that list. Mm-hmm. He looking through the list like, yo.
2: No, y'all niggas got a rule.
0: Y'all niggas ain't on this list, yo. Y'all niggas ain't getting in. So I see Joe button up on... I see Joe up on the joint acting crazy. I say, yo, Joe, what up? So Joe looked down. <laughs> he said, what's up? I said, yo, we the Lit king, yo. You ain't letting us in. He said... He said... what he say, yo? Nah.
2: all niggas. Holler
0: at y'all niggas. Nah, Holler at, at y'all
1: niggas.
0: <laughs> Damn, man. Hey, hey, bro, we drove two
1: fucking hours, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, but but but, what was the lesson y'all learned in that though?
2: Not to listen to him. Don't pull Not up. Not to listen to Boozing. Not to listen to Boozing.
1: Don't, do sh- don't do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, so y'all took a little road trip, but you know, lesson was learned. Don't ever do that shit again.
2: Never ever again. So, <laughs> We about to apply the same amount of the same amount of shit it took to even figure this shit out. Yeah, we're gonna apply that in certain areas. We gonna exactly. Go, that same I'm energy gonna...
1: that two hours y'all took, <laughs> direct that somewhere else next time. That's all.
0: <laughs> hey yo, hey Mark, guess where directing us? We wanted that shit Wanted up directing us to Fendi, you know what I'm saying? We wanted what going to another part of Jersey and interviewing uh Big Fendi in oh, his uh you studio, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, right. We yeah. gotta take chances. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. S- shout out to Big Fendi, man. Uh, yeah, Fendi.
2: definitely, definitely. Now, Ma, before we before we go ahead and uh, get up out of here, man, I do want to ask you something else. Um, cause your your take on the on the we've been watching the Michael Jordan doc. You know what saying I know Jordan's your guy? Yeah, <laughs> but and LeBron is my guy. You really, you honestly don't think? I mean, actually, so you. Do you, the seventeen Warriors not beating the ninety six Bulls? No way, no how.
1: Um, we don't know that. I, it's, see, when you start comparing, when you start comparing, uh here's, here's the thing I'll say about that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: because people love to bring that up when, um, you know, LeBron came back from 3-1 to beat the Warriors. And, and, I, and I'm, I always, I don't know how I end up in these conversations, but <laughs> <My gosh. laughs> here we go again. Let me be very clear. Uh-huh. I love LeBron James. Uh-huh. I think he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. That's without a doubt. Let, let me put that first and foremost. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, one of the greatest ever. But my thing is, you know, people love to talk about that Warriors team, like that's the one they shine a light on and they say, LeBron came back from 3-1 and beat, you know, the team with the best record ever. No team, ne- no, no player never did that. Okay, but here's the difference between a LeBron James and a Michael Jordan. Mike was never gonna be down 3-1. So he would never have to come back from being down 3-1. That's the first thing. That's number one. Mike was never on the brink of elimination. Mike never had Dellavedova as his point guard. You're right. He had, John, he had <laughs> Steve, <as> <laughs> Steve Kerr as his point guard. Steve Kerr was probably a worse point guard than Dellavedova was. Oh, come on. Hold uh, hey, oh, hey, Hold on.
3: Check,
1: hold on, hold yo. Hold
3: check hold the numbers. On, <laughs>
1: boy, yo. Check, just check the numbers. Check the numbers is all hold I'm look. saying. Check the numbers. Who would you rather shoot? But we're gonna keep we're gonna keep them moving. And right, right. people act so you know. Bron came back from three one. Here's my thing about that team. We people would say LeBron James is better than Steph Curry, right? Yes. People would say Kyrie Irving is better than Klay Thompson, right? Yeah. People would say Kevin Love yeah. is better than Draymond Green, right? Yeah. So what yeah. are we? Why are we so surprised that he came back from three one? He shouldn't have been down three one. Yeah. If your best three, if your big three is better than they big three, you shouldn't be down 3-1 to them. Mm. That's number one. But this is how I'm looking at it. Mm. I'm saying, okay, yeah, they came back from 3-1, but people always like to pull Mike into this conversation. I'm like, Mike wouldn't be down 3-1. That's the difference. That's number one. (laughs) Number two, if LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love is considered to be better than Steph, Clay, and Draymond, why would y'all be down 3-1 in the first place? Boozy. (laughs) <laughs> so, so with all of this being said, you got to keep things in context, and then people don't never want to talk about how Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Terry beat that super team in Miami. Oh, oh yeah, we they don't. never want to talk about that. Hey, I Tom, never forgive don't LeBron. Do that, Tom, Tom, don't just, do listen, that. listen, listen, listen. We, we just, we just, we just putting facts on the table. That's all X I want to do. On the do. table right now, putting facts on the table. Michael Jordan has never been outscored in the finals by a bench player. It's never happened. Yeah, it has listen. never happened.
2: Wade is my favorite Jason player Tad's of all time.
1: Player? Jason player. Yes, he came off the bench in that series. Yes, I, bro, how you don't know this? <laughs> Look, he came off the bench in that series. Oh, I never, I
2: never forgive LeBron for that series because Wade would have four rings by now. But I'm, that's it. That's all I'm on the tape.
1: And not only that, we could rewind the tape a little bit further. LeBron with another super team, he lost to a 38 year old Tim Duncan and a 22 year old Kawhi Leonard. Mm, yeah.
0: Hey yo, and
1: Wade what? was waiting them niggas. at. no, 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 right. no, no, no.
3: Brown was
0: carrying all
2: I, them niggas. I shoot him some bell. Come Wade, on, Wade,
1: Wade. Wade definitely was like you know. That's what I'm did, saying. That's say what I'm it saying. It Do you think Michael Jordan would have ever lost to a 38 year old legend and a fucking 22 year old young <laughs> Patty woman? Mills? Hey
0: yo, yo, yo. Is Mario Gino? Is a uh, a legend? Is he a like Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Tony Parker, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Tim Duncan, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Absolutely. Kawhi Leonard, uh, he at was at time, the time. No. At, at the time he was a defensive, uh, a defensive See, star he, at the time, he, right? he
1: definitely was a defensive. He monster. won finals. He won finals MVP that mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, okay, like yeah, but he was still a young boy, so you can't name him. Yeah, he's still a young boy. Mm-hmm. Look.
0: And Wade didn't pull up his part and Chris, where was Chris Voss
1: at? I'm all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. This is all I'm saying. <laughs> Michael, Michael Jordan never had the talent that that one Miami Heat ta- uh, team had. He what? had the <laughs> and then and then hold on. And then people love to because ho- I'm gonna tell you where you are going. People love to pull up Dennis Rodman. Right. That's where you are going. Right? Yes. Let me let me. Pipping? How, how many? Let me ask you something. How many All Star games do you think Dennis Rodman played? Hmm. Like not many, many he wasn't up, really uh, like a scorer like that. Many? He wasn't a
0: scorer like that. He ain't
1: playing 9. 9. Yeah. He played in two All-Star games,
0: bro. Oh shit. Yeah, like probably like two. So years. this is what I'm saying, like people like I love
1: Listen, I love Dennis Rodman. But people got to stop acting like Dennis Rodman was, was the, Chris Bosh. Yeah, he wasn't he was a great rebounder, he was aggressive, <laughs> he was a great defender, but he wasn't what Anthony Davis is. He wasn't what, you know, uh Kevin Love, and he wasn't what Chris Bosh and D-Wade. It wasn't that. Kevin Love was a disappointment. Huh? Mike has only played with – Kevin Love was a disappointment in Cleveland. Okay, listen, but he listen he to never this. Listen up. to he this, so. never
0: showed up in the playoffs. Okay, but let me, ask you, once. This. Let me ask you He was this.
1: always injured. Can we be fair about this? LeBron James has played with more franchise players than Michael Jordan.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: All right. Mike played with Mike Mike played with one teammate that would have been a franchise player somewhere else. And that was Scotty Pippen. Only one. Dennis Rodman was never a franchise player. Brian Harper was never been a one. franchise player. Mike never Brian Harper injury stopped him. You talking about what stopped him? I'm saying when when he got to Mike, was he a, would he have been a franchise player? <laughs> all right. All right. No. Like this is all I'm saying, so it's like when I say Mike did more with less it's just the facts. You don't even know what college Bill Winnington went to. You don't know what college Will Purdue went to. You don't know what college Luke Longley went to. So this is <laughs> <I> Mike, <know. laughs> Mike, Mike built dynasties was with, with, with probably the worst big men on any dynasty ever, mm. Mm. ever. You look at the Spurs <laughs> dynasty, Hall of Fame big men. You look yeah. at the Lakers dynasties, Hall of Fame big men. You so what is the, we admitting? What is we admitting at this point, that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron? We admitting that it's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> because it's like it's, and, here's, here's another, and here's another thing. That's not a listen, and that's not a knock on LeBron. It's not a knock. That's not a knock on LeBron. Like it's hard to be Mike. Like that ain't easy. But the thing right. that I feel more respect, disrespected about is how how easily people put LeBron ahead of Kobe. Like we, we don't even to say that. At we don't even have time. that. We don't even have that discussion anymore. It's like what did LeBron do that Kobe did? not Huh? It looks better. It looks like, like,
0: better. no, that's just like, that's just like y'all had a conversation on your podcast one time. I think, was it your podcast or whatever? And y'all was talking about like Tory lanes and y'all was talking about like, I mean, how people don't like the part two of something. Right. You know what I'm saying. And that's kind of like Kobe. So I think, it gets his 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 accolades gets over overshadowed by he was just a carbon copy of Michael Jordan. So it was like, I mean, nobody really loves number good. two like as much as they like number one. I, so I really LeBron that, but, is the first LeBron.
1: Yeah, that's that's a fact. But Kobe is also the first Kobe too. No matter now if he if he idolized the Mike, Jordan, if he idolized <laughs> Mike because he's not the second Mike, he's the first Kobe. Like there is no other it's Michael true. Jordan. In like, and it's like and you it's, know, Again, I tell people it's 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 just very simple to see the difference. Just open your closet and look at your footwear. Like, what's in your closet? <laughs> <laughs> Mike don't sell all these sneakers, and niggas don't buy these shits in 10 minutes if he wasn't what he was, man. If hey, Mike right. played like, if Mike if Mike play like Mario Chalmers, we not buying them sneakers no matter how good they look.
2: Hey, Mario Chalmers got man. two rings. <laughs> nah, I
1: ain't gonna hold you. You probably
0: still would. Mike's is cold, bro. Like I, like LeBron yeah, is having man. a hard we know, time we know, trying we to create know, a sneaker. We know Trump. the
1: sneakers, the, sneakers, the sneakers. Some of them are really good looking shoes. And that's uh-huh. without a doubt. But we know <laughs> that those shoes represent a moment in the culture. That do sure. sure,
0: yeah, facts. yeah. So facts, it's not facts, about facts.
1: it's not about the shoe look good. It's about those are the sevens. or those are yeah. the elevens. Those is the what it
2: meant. You yeah.
1: understand what I'm saying? It's a collection yeah. of pieces of the culture that were iconic moments. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so many things that you can just look at that, that'll let you know what's what. And I hate that I keep getting pulled into it because it seems like I don't like LeBron. And I love the Le- I think LeBron's one of the greatest to ever play the game. That's, I would be ignorant to not think that, but <laughs> right. When you start saying he's better than Mike. I'm like, okay, cool. If you feel that way, but tell me how you feel that way. All right. And All it's right. crazy. Well,
0: after watching this doc, kind of. you mean?
2: For me at the Washington dot, Yeah, bit. because I was I was born in ninety three. I'm a huge I'm a huge basketball fan. So, I'm saying,
1: so and I, and let me say that's another thing. I understand that a lot of cats now that's online and they wasn't really outside yeah. to feel that.
0: Yeah. I've seen see I seen the second three p. I
1: See what So you don't yeah, I was I the early seen 90s. Was first. Yeah, I
0: was outside, but I wasn't paying attention to that shit. I was doing other shit.
1: Yeah, but now but now you have a different respect for it when you see what it takes to actually win and then when you look at look at all the people that might beat, like you know people say like to say this one thing and we could get off it after this people like to say oh that Utah Jazz team was terrible here's the thing about that Utah Jazz team that Jazz team swept a, a Shaq Lakers team and that was a good team with Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel they swept them not beat they swept them and then went and beat a great Spurs team with the Twin Towers with David Robinson and the Tim Duncan. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, just like how Dallas beat the uh, Lakers that year, right?
1: Absolutely. And they swept the Lakers. I'm just saying. I'm, saying, never I'm argue just, saying, we, we I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Losses, I'm just saying. I'm that we took our losses. We took our losses, but Kobe also came out of there with five, though.
0: No, I'm just saying why how LeBron lost to the Mavericks. Like he did beat oh, yeah. the Lakers. He did beat Kobe. Yeah.
1: yeah, but, but, but LeBron also had LeBron also had a better team, though.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just
1: I saying my Keep, going though, Keep going though, man. Keep going though, man. If we going if if <laughs> to no, he... put facts on the table, let's put facts on the table. <laughs> LeBron had a better team that year.
0: Hey. He did, though. He did, man. He did. He did. And like <laughs> I
1: said, the difference between Mike and LeBron, when Mike couldn't get past Detroit, he hit the weight room. Mm-hmm. LeBron couldn't get past Boston. South Beach. He took his talents to South Beach. That's the difference. That's all I'm saying, bro. Come play the
2: real, come play with a real superstar. Once He's
1: they saying, told me bro, Mike it's...
0: used to stay up to like two in the morning and still play and still kick niggas' ass at the game, I'm, I was already sold. There's no way.
1: Listen, listen, man, Mike. <laughs> what other what other nigga you know feels comfortable enough during the finals to go wrestle? Like go. Oh, why have been <laughs> left to go wrestle with Hulk Hogan in the middle of the finals? Because he felt because, it, bro, we good. Because he know who he got in his locker room. Mm-hmm. Man, we can't lose. <laughs> we can't lose. We're not losing. We not losing. Hey yo, man. Yo, hey. LeBron went to a WWE match, man,
3: when he, was, when he was with
1: Cleveland. Bro, bro, listen, man. It's just again, <laughs> man. <laughs> again, it's you just gotta even just looking at the documentary. Listen, listen to the certainty that Mike spoke with. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't guessing that they was going to win. He wasn't guess. He wasn't maybe. No, I feel you. Yeah, he I said, was like, bro, we going to win. Like, yeah. I don't know which you got these extra clothes for. We going to play one game and we back home. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Hey, man, listen. I've LeBron never, can't say I've shit never, like that. Bro, I've never heard LeBron speak with that certainty in my life. Yeah. Never.
2: Like I said, One man. time he did,
0: and he regretted it. Which is when? when he tried to say, "Pull off that uh, I'm the greatest basketball player in the world" shit, and, and still wind up getting his ass whooped. It's the Warriors. Yeah, bro.
1: but again, again, and, and that's another thing. You never once heard Mike say he's the greatest. Hmm. Mike don't do that. I'm gonna let y'all tell my story. Run the tape.
2: Damn, Boosie got. You when you when you
1: great, when you great, people <sighs> will tell you you ain't got You ain't got to say it. People will tell you when you great, bro. He's lit. And again, that's not a knock on Braun. I'm just saying it's just levels to that. You know what I'm saying? It's levels to Mm -hmm. being able to do what Mike did. Like, Mike went to the final six times and never seen a game seven, which means he was never on the verge of being eliminated. uh His Mm -hmm. ring was never in jeopardy. Come on, man. Like, how are you comparing somebody that lost (laughs) as many times as Mike won? (laughs) Hey, yo,
0: all right, man. All right, all right, all
1: right, yo. I'm just saying, bro, you can't – bro, listen – like they I say, know, like they say, if you go to a chick crib six times and you hit six times, and I go nine times and only hit three, who the better nigga? Me, six. Hey, yo, I'm the man. I'm six to yeah. six. <laughs> I'm I
2: saying. like that. I like both percentages, though. I like both
1: percentages. I got to salute the nigga. That, <laughs> hey, I got to salute the nigga that go to a crib six times and hit six times. Right. I got to salute you every time. Like shit, he might go eight for eight. Hey, listen. But, Nick, we got to
2: factor in why he didn't hit the other six times, but he hit three that times. That don't even like, matter. Why he was in the broom. That,
1: that don't, don't even mean. matter why. We just know <laughs> that she ain't let him hit.
2: <laughs> it <laughs> <really> <laughs> don't matter why he didn't hit.
1: We just know he didn't hit. That's all. Right. That's all. Like we yeah, can just you could, see sometimes you just gotta keep shit very simple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can put all the athleticism and throw who looked better, and you know, we can throw all that in the pot. Uh, if you go to Shorty Crib six times and you hit six times, uh, and I go over there nine times and only hit three times, you the better I'm nigga. The,
0: yeah, I'm the man, yeah. Yeah. I gotta
1: see, well, bro. That's all.
0: I'm, I'm bra, so I guess I'm not the man.
3: <laughs>
1: bro, listen, I'm gonna let you tell it. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put the facts on the table and let you decipher. <laughs> That's no, all. Man. But again, I love Bron. Man, I, I hate that people feel like I don't fuck with Bron. I love LeBron James, bro. He's one of the most dominant, he's one of the most consistent. Like I said, LeBron came into the league with so much pressure, and he not only lived up to it, he surpassed that shit. Like he came into the league crowned as the king, and he could have folded under that pressure. And he he lived up to that, so I can only, I'm a real nigga, I gotta salute that. Like, but when you start talking about he's better than Michael Jordan, (laughs) you gotta slow down, gotta slow down, slow down, (laughs) let him be Uh, let him. Because here's the thing, too, his story ain't finished, true, right? That's that's why it's even more unfair to make that comparison because he ain't even finished his story yet. That's my next question, too,
2: before. Now, say the NBA resumes in June, like they, like they talking about it. Who who if they do the tournament style of play, who wins? Who who you had winning the championship?
1: Come on, man. Uh I'm a Lakers fan. I know you I are, don't, but be I real. Don't know if the Lakers? I don't know if in a in a in a a seven game series, I don't know if they beat the Clippers,
2: man. I I, I for sure know they don't beat the Clippers.
1: Yeah, I don't, because I I've been I'm a fan of uh you know I had the opportunity to watch a lot even of even with real, the new acquisitions. Will, I think we got Deion over, Waiters, Yeah,
2: that that Clippers team is too deep, bro. It's
1: too deep. Yeah, I, I think Lou Will off the bench is just too much, man. That like a person that could go get a bucket like that off the bench in the playoffs. Lou Will, Reggie Jackson,
2: <laughs> the twin. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah,
1: like they, it's it's too much over there, man. I don't. And then again, you know, I just think I again I love LeBron, but I think Kawhi got his number, man.
2: Oh, me too. He he called him every day.
1: I think Kawhi. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think. I think <laughs> I, I think. Kawhi, because Yo, you know please
2: why? keep this energy, Tom.
0: Please keep the same
1: I energy. told y'all you know that nigga uh, Kawhi don't get caught up in all the other shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's like an old school. He just laces him up and he go hoop. Like he not with the popularity shit. You know, you can't you can't out you can't out muscle him. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's that's LeBron's probably his greatest attribute aside from his IQ. His IQ is incredible. Mm-hmm. But one of his greatest attributes is his his. his his physical, his uh, his strength and his quickness. Like, you can't impose that on Kawhi because he's just as strong, right? You know what I mean. So I think that kind of cancels it out. And then when you start getting into, you know, who do you trust? Danny Green or Paul George, or you know, what I'm saying who do you trust? You know what I mean? Uh, Montrez Harold or you know the other center off the bench. It's like it's it's too many areas where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like. That clip, and we talking about a seven-game series. Now, if this is one-game elimination, it's anybody's game at that point. But seven, yeah. I don't think the Lakers could beat the. Clippers I don't
2: think score. any team can compute the Clippers in a seven-game series.
1: Yeah, no. Make I don't that think clear, LeBron James,
2: LeBron James. I hear you, man.
1: I hear you. I mean, listen, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Like I hope, I hope they meet up and we get to see that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: Thanks. you know, again, it's still gonna be a little awkward, like. With with the with this format and what you they know they gonna uh, set it up and, for that. And, We've been and, on 14. they gotta and, get the ratings for that. And when they when gonna the Lakers set it up win, for that. right?
0: And when the Lakers they win gonna make sure they regulate for say, that. I'ma say, Yo, you motivated. I'm a DM I'm
1: a DM you say, Yo, you motivated me to say this shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, look,
1: <laughs> I, listen, man, I I'm I'm a Lakers fan, bro, but you asking me to be honest and, and tell you I just don't see real. Me. That, real. That, that, that clippers team is a lot better than I think people think they are, bro.
2: For sure, and and yeah, they didn't even hit their stride yet. Yeah, that's the crazy they just part. Just sitting on it. Yeah, they just, they they just
0: sitting and waiting on it. Pause.
1: Yeah, that was kind of crazy. But you yeah,
0: know. that was crazy, bro. Oh, yeah, that, that was crazy. crazy. That's <laughs> often
2: for him, though, bro. It's so be kind of trying to get him off that, man.
0: Man, man yeah. listen, man. I told him, man, listen, man. Once you pass thirty, man, we, we always, we know, we, I know what the hell I mean. Yeah, you know yeah. What <laughs>
2: saying? Uh, Not for but, a nigga uh, like me. <laughs> but um, no, man. Maul, man, we appreciate uh, you for sitting down, man, coming on joining us for the podcast, finally, man. Like, can't uh, stress it enough, bro, how, like we said, we wanted to get you on here, man. So we really do appreciate you taking the time out. Uh, you know, hopefully you, the groceries put away and you good for the rest of the night.
1: Nah, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. I had to just run around. And, you know, right now, this shit is like a, uh, it's going 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 to Whole Foods is like, you know, playing Call of Duty at this point, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a strategy. quick, this- you got to have a fucking right. uh, uh, exit plan. You got to have, yeah. you know, it's just like, damn, man. I remember you could just pull up, hop out, get groceries, and bro, get back t- in the car. You like, take
2: everything for granted, yo. Like, you take everything, everything. for granted. No, nah, real. Waiting
1: in lines. and Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's getting a little better. Like, you know, the stores are not as crowded. It's not the lines. is not, you know, but it's still like, if I go to the store and see six people standing outside, and that's a big-ass store, it's like, why am I standing out here, bro? Yeah. This is yep. a big ass grocery. Like <laughs> I'm never going to see people store. Like you know, so it's just sad. Like I'm I'm in, I'm impatient when it comes to shit like that. Like I was just like I'll I'll come back tomorrow or whatever. But I couldn't keep doing it. I needed I needed some groceries, man. Right,
2: right. No, okay. I, it's all good, bro. It's
1: before all before good. we
0: let you slide, what's 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 on your uh what's what's on Maul's playlist, man? When you when you, when you hopping in the ride, what is Maul listening to right now? Who's some of the artists? Some of the newer ones. Some of the older ones. Whatever. What, what's on Maul's playlist right now?
1: Uh. I mean, as far as rap, man, I I'm still Any Philly ready. artists? Huh? Any Philly artist? Um, I fuck with I fuck with I fuck with uh with Sean Smith.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? That's I, that's my I'm that's my him. nigga. I fuck with him. Friend of the show. I fuck with Chill oh, Moody. We, that's my we, nigga.
0: We finally about to interview Sean Smith. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> I mean finally.
1: Yeah, I fuck with uh Chill Moody. Um. Yeah, out of Philly right now, that's, that's, that's pretty much, I mean, I fuck with, you know, AR app, you know what I'm saying? I'm still listening to my nigga AR app. I, um, I try to keep myself in tune with a lot of the shit that's going on on the on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the underground scene and on the come up out of like different cities, but it's just so hard now because it's like it's so much everybody's an artist. yeah everybody got music every mm-hmm. and it's like you know you get sent so much shit. it's hard kind of trying to sift through all that shit and find something you like so you find yourself oh, going man, back man. to your your comfort zone and just listening to who you like already you know what i'm saying so it's, it's kind of hard to find right. a lot of these new cats um but philly's always been known for for spitters i mean that's mm-hmm. what that's what philly does man yes. philly philly gonna keep some niggas coming out of out of there that just Know how to put words together and talk that shit. So, I mean, if it's any niggas out there that you know listen to you show and they think they hot, I mean, you know, send me some shit, man. I'm always willing to listen, but I got you know, you. right now I'm, I'm still, I got Griselda and heavy rotation on my shit, as uh, you should. Yeah, I got a lot of, uh, oh,
0: oh Griselda all got day a playlist on Spotify too. Some, some, it's,
1: it's definitely some. some I'll, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll make
2: sure. sure I get it to you, uh, so that way if you want to check it out and stuff, I'll make sure I get it to you.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. me some shit, man. Like I'm always willing to sit in the crib, smoke, and listen to some new niggas, man. Like I, I think it's important to kind of, you know. I just hate the fact that you know everybody, a lot of a lot of these niggas just sound the same now. And I, I, just can't, mm-hmm. I can't get with that. You know, what I mean, it's like I heard this already. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like with all the, you know, the the, the how they say the New York uh, drill shit. Now it's like, you know, I hear a lot hey, of everybody sound like Fabio. Yeah, and it's like I get it, you know what I mean? It's like cool, that's what's hot right now. But my thing is with music, man, especially now, there's no rules. You could, you could do so many things. You could experiment with so many different sounds and different flows and different cadences and different metaphors. You don't even have to spit 16 bars no more. You could spit nine if you want. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you could. It's so many. I just, I just, I just encourage dudes to just yo be. Now is the time to be different be who you are <laughs> there's no rules there's no guidelines just like with music bro you can do whatever you want and then you have the access to tap in with so many other creative people from different places like you can get in touch with a producer from africa that might have the next hot wave of sound that's coming like it's easy to tap in with these dudes now so it's like why y'all keep trying to sound like something that's already out like right. that's what i don't understand like you know it, it but again people they see something work for somebody, so they're like, All right, I'm gonna do it like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, but what worked for them may, might not work for you. So right. be who you are at the end of the day, stay true to yourself and and create from an honest space, man. That's that's my that's my advice. Create from an honest space. Because at the end of the day, if it don't work, at least you know it was you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You wasn't, right. You didn't fail trying to be somebody else. You failed trying to be who you are. Mm-hmm. So right. that's right. what it
2: is. Well, yeah, well that's that's all I have for all man. Again I appreciate y'all man.
1: Like I said, I ain't want to keep you You, man, dog. you know, dog. You know what I mean I couldn't keep giving y'all to run runaround someone I'm busy because <laughs> ain't nobody busy now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So no, we I, good bro. Yeah, we you good. know what I'm saying? I had to be a man of my word and and, and 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 make it happen, man. And like I said, you know, I want I want to I want to thank y'all for, for reaching out and doing what y'all do, man. And continue success, continue doing what y'all doing, continue being who y'all are. Don't try to sound like nobody. Don't try to look like nobody else. Be who y'all are. It's a space for y'all. It's it's it's, it's room for everybody. Uh, if it's dope, niggas gonna find it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just keep pushing that pushing that content out, man, and keep keep finding you know different ways to have fun, man. Don't let this shit feel like work. Once it start to feel like work, you you doing something wrong. This shit should be fun. This shit should be. You know, refreshing. It should be therapy. It should be, you know, good times and even through bad times. Let it be honest, bad moments, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all niggas on here and y'all going through some real shit, put that shit out there. Talk about it. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because and that's the. Beauty we, with be- podcast. we definitely
0: been through some shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that, you know, that's, and that's the beauty with podcasts is, you know, you, you could talk about it and, and nobody's going to tell you you can't. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all create your own platform to talk about and address the things y'all want to address. But, at the end of the day, always have fun doing this shit, bro. Because, again, you know, it, this is this should be the time of your life where you finding out who you are as a person, as a man, and y'all trying to build something together. But y'all don't want to look back on it and it, it just felt like work. Y'all want to look back and be like, yo, we had a great fucking time doing it. Right, right. And just keep doing it that way, man. Don't let this shit feel like work. Have fun, man. Continue having fun.
2: Got you. Uh, before Thanks, Shout out to Rapsnacks Once again before we uh, get up out of here You know always episode brought to you by Raps next. Um, And like uh, Boosie said mentioned earlier our Spotify playlist Go check it out if you ain't even listening to it Still up on Spotify to stream right now uh, Next month will be out And we'll show you how to submit to get into that But once again that's all I got
1: Hey Gunner, you know what to do man. Thank you, man Appreciate y'all niggas Appreciate you, you once again boy It's yes, the sir.
0: Kings nigga